0: to the Train Your Mind podcast. I'm Vanessa Forrester, and I teach athletes how to up-level their performance without buying that next fancy bike, training more, or even racing more. Your next breakthrough performance is closer than you think. Are you ready to train your mind like you train your body? Stick around, and I'll teach you how. Heads up. This episode was originally recorded under a different podcast name, so you might notice me refer to it. I brought all of the episodes here so that you can catch up on the party. Enjoy. Hello, athletes, and welcome back to the Train Your Mind series here on the Iron Woman podcast. Guess what? We're at episode 10, a little milestone. I don't want to breeze over without recognizing we've met here 10 times in the last two months or so, and here you are back for more. As I celebrate these 10 episodes, I hope you also celebrate your own consistency. And actually, so many of you have told me that you go back and listen to these episodes more than once. So really, I've been in your ear more than 10 times, and you've shown up for yourself in this way more than 10 times. See, you don't need races to train your mind. Keep showing up. Okay, today I want to talk about the space between injury, fatigue, and boredom. I purposefully named this episode a question, are you injured, fatigued, or just bored? And I mean for this question to be asked in the context of starting a training session or more likely in the middle of a training session when you're maybe considering stopping. Because I don't think that we ask ourselves this question enough. We don't ask, we assume the answer, and sometimes that assumed answer is not the correct answer. And as I talk about this today, it's not necessarily meant to be a call-out. However, I do want it to provide an extra like filter for awareness. Awareness where you might be micro-quitting. And if you remember on a previous episode, I talked about micro-quits. They're all those tiny, subtle, and almost invisible ways that we quit on our vision and goals. It's like the subtle opting out and giving up. Micro-quitting almost sounds logical, especially when we tie in the possibility of being or getting injured. So it's a fine line we're riding here. Also important to note, I'm not a doctor or a physical therapist, although I'm married to one. So what I'm offering here is not medical advice, and it should not be taken as such. This is about what's going on in between your ears, the thoughts you're having that are leading to the actions you're taking. The person that knows your body best is you. But are you aware of your thoughts? Are you as aware of your thoughts as you are your niggles? And what's the connection between the two? When you're injured, that is a change in your state of being. Your circumstance has changed. There is damage to your body that needs healing. And now it is possible to get confirmation of the injury by diagnosis, which tends to mean that it should be the easiest option of the three to validate. And there are three main categories of injuries, acute, overuse, and chronic. Now acute injuries are those that result from a single traumatic event in the recent past, like a fracture or sprain or something like that. Overuse injuries are those that are subtle and occur over time, like tendinitis or shin splints. And then chronic injuries have usually lasted at least three months or more with no improvement. The reason I'm going into a little more depth on this is because of the connection I want to make between the physical and the mental. Just like you have acute overuse and chronic injuries, you may be thinking in a way that's acute, overused and or chronic that could be increasing your chances of repetitive injury because it keeps you stuck instead of problem solving and minding your controllables. I've noticed athletes sharing things like, it's a pattern. I'm always injured. I'm perpetually injured. My body isn't cut out for this. Everyone can handle more and something like, I'll never get back to where I was. And of course, the inevitable frustration, stress, and hopelessness that follows, that keeps you stuck. Stuck feeling at the effect and powerless to fix it or heal it within a time frame you've set for yourself. Now, while a chronic injury is not a choice, what you're thinking about it is a choice. Also remember, this is not to negate with those athletes, or if this sounds like you, then what you too are experiencing physically. It's not to negate that. Injuries are tough to navigate, regardless of the type. This is about awareness. This is about navigating what you're feeling physically and what you're experiencing mentally. Are you an athlete who wants to be at the effect of your injury or one who wants to be in the driver's seat? Do you want it to be working against you or for you? Physical pain can tell us that we are, in fact, injured. And then physical warning signs can tell us to pull back to avoid the risk of potential injury. But how do we know? How do we know it's the right decision to push through or pull back? So this moves us to bring in that second part of state of fatigue, right? Of our three-part question, are you injured, fatigued, or just bored? So let's talk about the state of fatigue. Fatigue is the cumulative effect of training and what that cumulative effect has on our bodies, Training with a healthy amount of fatigue is safe. Think about it more as a scale or range. As endurance athletes, we basically live in a state of fatigue, right? We have at some level, some fatigue, what seems like all of the time, <laughs> except maybe the day before a race when we're fit and fresh and tapered. So let's come back to that space between injury and fatigue. How do we know? This question doesn't have a simple answer, of course, because it will be different for everyone. However, what's available to all of us are these three steps. The first one is to pay attention. Pay attention to your cues, the cues your body is giving you. The more you do, the more you pay attention, the more you'll be able to know where your limits are. And the second is to be honest with yourself first and foremost. If something feels off and because you're paying attention, you know, like it's the same knee pain that showed up the last time you did a long run. This is crucial information for step three. But on the flip side, be honest if the physical response you're feeling is only fatigue. When you clue in more and pay attention, you become a master of knowing the difference between the two. And number three, finally, communicate. I can't stress this enough. Communicate, communicate, communicate with whoever is in your circle, your partner, Your triathlon coach, your strength and conditioning coach, your physical therapist, your massage therapist communicate and ask questions. They are the experts, so let them be the experts. The other thing to notice here is if you have resistance to asking for help. Do you keep yourself stuck in a cycle where you're not getting the answers you need, or maybe in a position of ignorance as to what's really happening in your body because you think pushing through is the sign of strength? If that's true for you, I encourage you to question that. To see that what's happening is just a fixation on the presumed short term gains versus the potential long term losses. Asking for help and asking questions is the surest sign of strength, if you're willing to see it that way. Normalize fatigue. Do not normalize pushing through injury. Pay attention, be honest and communicate. So if you're not injured, you're probably fatigued and maybe a little bored. And that's where I want to focus the rest of the episode. Because boredom is a liar (laughs) and a dream stealer. When you hit that point in your training session, when you think that you just don't want to do it anymore, are you just bored? Feeling bored is simply a lack of interest in your current activity. Boredom Is self made mental fatigue. It is 100% manufactured in your brain by the thoughts you're thinking. That means there is not a physical indication that precipitates the need to end the training session early. If you're bored, it's because you're choosing to think and believe that you are bored and you would rather do something else. Nothing is intrinsically boring. Nothing is intrinsically boring. Boredom is not a problem, actually there is nothing wrong with boredom or being bored. It can actually be helpful. What becomes problematic are our efforts to escape boredom. So when we are talking about injury, sometimes we push through for those presumed short-term gains over the potential long-term losses. But when it comes to boredom, we seek short-term quick hits of dopamine in the form of novelty and excitement over the long-term benefits of boredom. Because that is how your brain is designed by default. So if you heard me correctly, I said the long-term benefits of boredom. Yes, there are benefits to boredom because on the other side of boredom is mental endurance, growth, athletic progression, and self-efficacy. In order to understand yourself better as an athlete, become more self-aware, and get in that flow state that we all train for, You have to be willing to spend time in the repetitive. You have to be willing to stay without distracting yourself with external stimulation. It will be uncomfortable at first. You won't want to do it, but stay in it anyway. It's a practice. Boredom won't kill you. It might kill your mood, (laughs) but you don't have to enjoy every training session to get something massively useful out of it. We live in a world of so much stimulation all of the time. Boredom is not harmful. It's useful if you use it to your advantage. Just think, if you can move through boredom on your weekly long run, you're practicing staying in discomfort for race day. So how do you navigate the three? Are you injured, fatigued, or just bored? What do you do when you find yourself at the intersection of making a choice in a training session? I've come up with three questions that you can ask yourself. It's the the episode of threes today. But here are the three questions you can ask yourself. Number one, is what I'm feeling in my body or in my mind? An injury is in your body. Fatigue is in your body. Boredom is in your mind. The second question, what would my future self standing on my next start line say in regards to continuing versus stopping? If it's an injury and you've been paying attention to your body cues and communicating to those in your circle, your future self will be happy you made the choice to stop, pull back, or whatever is in the best interest of the potential injury. But if it's fatigue or boredom, your future self will be proud that you kept going. And the third and final question to ask to navigate the difference between the three, here it is. If honesty is the only choice here, am I injured, fatigued, or bored. I am all about asking ourselves the questions that get us to the truth. If you're not asking the question, it's likely because you don't want to admit the answer and your answer and actions are not in alignment. Sometimes these will be hard questions to ask and to answer, but the most truthful answers will always steer you in support of your long-term goals and. you want to be. All right, that's going to be it for this week. I encourage you to put this into practice. And maybe for you, it works better to slightly adjust the questions I offered on here. The point is the asking of the questions, the honesty in the answers, and the lack of attachment to external stimulation. One last thing. A few episodes back, I did a listener Q&A, and I'm considering doing another one. But regardless if I do it here on the episode, I always, always welcome your questions on this topic or anything else, mental endurance related. It's all fair game. My email address is linked in the show notes as always. And if you want a little more of me in your life on the regular, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Vanessa Faith Forrester also linked in the show notes, as long as you promise not to scroll my profile when you're bored. <laughs> all right, that's it for this week until next time. it's me again. If you want more juicy tips on how to train your mind, hop on my email list. The link is in the show notes. As soon as you join, I'll send you the 10 triathlon truths your tri coach hasn't told you. And then I'll drop in your inbox weekly with new tips that will change the way you train and race. See you there.